Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. This is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're a company providing nutrition therapy for people with chronic illnesses such as prediabetes, diabetes, cholesterol issues, arthritis, depression, anxiety, menopause, and really so much more. So if you have a chronic illness, I just want to tell you that food does matter. My name is Kara Carper. I'm a licensed nutritionist. I also have a master's degree in holistic health. I've been helping people at our company with their nutrition concerns for over 10 years here at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And I'm excited to be joined today by my co-host, Shelby Hummel, who is also a licensed nutritionist. Well, good morning, Cara, and good morning to our listeners. Welcome to our live show this this beautiful Saturday morning, and also a warm welcome to our podcast listeners. So today we're going to be talking about a very serious topic, one that you may have heard of before, pre-diabetes. This might be the time for you to pull out the results of your latest blood tests and actually take a look at what your glucose and your hemoglobin A1C numbers look like. And keep those tests in front of you because we're going to refer back to those numbers later in the show. So, Shelby, approximately one out of three American adults has prediabetes. But the thing is, 90% of those people don't even know they have it. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? So, again, just to reiterate that, one out of three American adults has prediabetes. So think to yourself, are you one of those? Do you have prediabetes? Are you one of the 90% who don't even know that you have it? I don't know if you noticed this car, but prediabetes even has a billboard. (laughs) I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was very interesting, really bringing to light the fact that so many people may not even know Mm -hmm. that they have it. So really kind of that community push to have people going to the doctor and actually having um, their numbers tested. So let's talk a little bit more about what pre prediabetes um, looks like. Prediabetes is a health condition where your blood sugar levels are higher than normal. Not quite high enough to be diagnosed as full-blown diabetes, type 2 diabetes, but don't let the pre part fool you in prediabetes. Prediabetes still means that your blood sugar numbers are higher than they should be. That's that's kind of a red flag from your body. Mm-hmm. Are you aware that prediabetes puts you at risk of developing type 2 diabetes, but also puts you at risk of developing heart disease and risk of stroke? Some people actually have prediabetes for years without any symptoms, so that's mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit concerning. Others have more obvious symptoms. You know, they might be hungry all the time, have sugar cravings feel fatigued, mm-hmm. notice weight gain, things like that. Feel like it's aging, but really it's right. You know, some and of we might symptoms. hear that too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's just a normal part of aging, but it could be a lot of signs of prediabetes. Mm-hmm. Studies show us that most people with prediabetes within 10 years will have type 2 diabetes mm. unless they change their eating habits. So 
Is your glucose number a wake-up call for you? We're going to talk more about that. Yeah, so listeners, think, you know, pre-diabetes is characterized by two conditions often. The first one that your doctor will look at is impaired fasting glucose. Your nutritionist will look at that too because that's very important. But when you have your blood sugar or your glucose test taken at your doctor's office, they're often recommending that you fast or you don't eat anything for at least eight hours before you have your blood test done. Mm -hmm. Most people try to do that overnight so it's not so uncomfortable. Then they have the test in the morning ideally Mm -hmm. so they're not starving Mm -hmm. and, you know, having the test at noon or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when if you're looking at your blood work this morning, the normal range for that fasting glucose would be under 100. As nutritionists, we have found that it's best when people's blood sugar number is between 70 and 90. That, Mm -hmm. That tends to be more of an optimal range. Right. I mean, we don't want it to be kind of hanging out at 100 just because that's technically not pre-diabetes, mm-hmm, that's just mm-hmm. getting a little bit too high. So mm-hmm. as you look at your own fasting glucose number, or what we would call fasting blood sugar number, yep. is it between 105 and 125? Because if that's the case, you have impaired fasting glucose or impaired fasting blood sugars. Mm-hmm. That's an indication that you have prediabetes. So again, that number... Um, when we diagnose prediabetes is if it's between 105 and 125. Yeah. And if you're looking at that blood test, it'll often say glucose. I would say for most people, that's a routine blood test when they yeah. go in to see their doctors. Yeah. You usually don't have to ask for that, but it's, it's never a bad idea to ask for mm-hmm. it just in case. Yeah. Yeah. And if we were looking at um, type 2 diabetes diagnosis, that would be if your glucose number is at 126 or even higher. So have you looked at your glucose number? Listeners, think about that. Are you in the pre-diabetes range? Or maybe you know that you're already in that diabetic range. Or are you finding that your blood sugar numbers are are well-managed? It's under 100, you know, closer to that Mm -hmm. 70, 80, 90 range. Now, the second test to determine if you have pre-diabetes, it's called an impaired glucose tolerance test. So let me explain this test. If your blood sugar number is between 140... And 199, and that's two hours after eating. Mm-hmm. Then you have what's called impaired glucose tolerance. That's another indication of prediabetes. If your blood sugar is 200 or higher after a meal, you know, or two hours after, or after an oral glucose test, you very mu- you may very well have type two diabetes mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. point. So that's another test that that people can be asking their doctor about looking more at that glucose tolerance test, looking at how their cells are responding, how that hormone insulin is responding to food that they eat after a meal. And we were talking before the show how, I mean, it's good for everyone to know what their fasting glucose is. Yeah. But that's just, it's it's more important that we look at the whole picture. Mm-hmm. Like get the fasting glucose, but also get the glucose tolerance test. Yeah. If absolutely. you suspect prediabetes or diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And frankly, it, if you're right, Car. It's so important to have some of these things looked at because it's much better to catch 
those numbers or those red flags when you are in that pre-diabetic range because you can still change the outcome of your health if you change your eating and drinking habits, right? You still have some power Mm -hmm. to make those changes. But by the time people are diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, the cells in your pancreas that produce insulin have lost 50% of their ability to function. Wow. Okay. So with that type 2 diabetes diagnosis... That it's already not too late. It's never too late, mm-hmm. but it's more difficult to mm-hmm. reverse. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And Cara, maybe we should talk to listeners just really quickly about the pancreas. Yeah. So when we think about the pancreas, the pancreas is the organ that works to produce hormones for us. More specifically, it's producing insulin and glucagon and some of those other mm-hmm. really important.